0: Welcome back to the Fulfilled Accountant Podcast, where we talk about everything about your life in accounting and finance, except the actual accounting and finance. Last week, we talked about how to unbusy your life and why you might want to do that. Today, we're taking that theme in a different direction and talking about how to know if you're doing enough at work. Most accounting and finance folks that I know have a general feeling of being behind most of the time. Your to-do list pretty much never ends and seems to just grow every day. You can work 14 hours a day, and more, and still leave your desk feeling like you didn't accomplish enough that day. The question of whether you're doing enough at work seems to weigh heavily on many financial pros' minds. If you were to answer that question right now, off the top of your head, I'm guessing that you would say, no, you are not doing enough work, or that you aren't sure, or that you hope it's enough, but that you feel so behind that you figure you're probably not doing enough, and you are totally not alone in those responses. This is what I hear constantly. So much uncertainty is happening in your mind here when you have these types of thoughts and answers running through your brain. And you know what happens when you feel uncertain? Not much. As in, you don't commit to decisions, you take less action, you procrastinate, you overthink, and you stay feeling confused and overwhelmed instead of deciding and taking action and moving forward. The problem is that not only are you not taking action and getting things done, You pile on to that with a ton of self-criticism and judgment. You start to believe those criticisms and then you decide that you're just a person who procrastinates, is unorganized, and isn't proactive. Eventually, you start to self-perpetuate the negative habits and patterns that you're trying to break by subconsciously taking actions to reinforce those beliefs that you developed about yourself through all that negative self-talk. It is a vicious cycle and it serves no one. Not you, not your clients, not your firm, not your friends, your family, nobody. So today we're breaking that cycle. I'm going to break down how to know if you're doing enough and how to interrupt your patterns so you can start getting things done, feel good about the work that you do and trust yourself to get things done and feel confident in your decisions. So why do you question whether you're doing enough to begin with? Where does that idea come from? The idea of doing enough mostly comes from, I think, being socialized to believe that your personal and professional value and your worth come from hard work and effort. In the US, it's that whole Protestant work ethic thing. To be more valuable, you work more, you do more. Instead of feeling an inherent self-worth, you seek it from the validation of the praise and feedback at work when you learn that you've done a good job. When someone says, thanks for doing that, good work, You're an excellent employee. You're a great service provider, whatever, right? We want to hear that stuff. And then you want more of it. So you keep doing more. But your natural self-doubt is always there with you, questioning if you did enough to deserve the praise and approval. So even if you get that approval, you start discounting it with all the thoughts running through your head. So to break that line of thinking, I want you to answer some questions. What is enough? Have you ever defined it? And who does define it? How would you objectively know if you or someone else have done enough? Would others in your firm or industry, your family, or your clients agree with your answers? It's kind of challenging to answer because we never force ourselves to be clear about what is enough. And if you can't answer it, or if like a lot of people, you choose not to answer it, can you ever actually do enough? Probably not. There will always be more that you can do. But don't take that to mean that you should go do more right now let's look at it from a different perspective. What if what you're doing right now actually is enough? What if you aren't actually behind? What if you're right where you should be? Imagine how different you might feel and the different actions you might take if those beliefs guided you through your day. I often take my clients through an exercise kind of like this. I have them list evidence, as in reasons and things, for both why they're doing enough and why they aren't doing enough. And I ask them to give me proof that they're behind and that they're not behind. Because really, all of those can be true at the same time. You will create vastly different results and feel very differently as you work, depending on which of these things you believe. It is so much easier to go through your day feeling in control of your schedule and your workload, believing that you're doing enough, and not feeling behind. And you get to choose all of those. Those aren't factual, objective, Things that you can just be like, yep, see, I'm behind all the time and I suck. That's what we think we need to tell ourselves. And that's what most of us do tell ourselves, but it's not necessarily even true. And that's what I teach my clients how to do. I help them see the differences in that because if I just told them, well, just stop telling yourself you're behind, that wouldn't work because simply trying to force yourself to pretend something and believe something that you don't believe doesn't work. You can practice it and try it on, but you've really got to work on creating that new evidence for yourself. So if you just try to force it, you're really going to feel even more frustrated and beat yourself up even more because you're like, well, now I don't even have a positive mindset and I can't follow these things. And I've been saying the affirmations, but it's not working. What's wrong with me? Very productive, right? So if you feel behind and you worry you, that you aren't doing enough, try to bring it to something a little less heavy feeling, maybe a little more neutral for yourself. Just for a minute. Try this on. You are exactly where you should be right now based on what you've been thinking, feeling and doing that got you here. It doesn't have to mean something's wrong or that something's right. This just is where you are and everything else builds for the future from what you decide to do next. What you did yesterday or this morning or last night, that does not matter as far as what you do next. It just helps you know where you are and right now you get to decide what comes next. Another reason that we humans hold on to this worry that we're behind and not doing enough is that we're actually masking our perfectionism with these thought patterns. You have a belief that if you were perfect and as good as you think you should be, you would always get everything done perfectly and impress everyone with how much you can accomplish all the time. And maybe your belief is different and maybe you don't even have perfectionism. But I'm guessing, because I see this a lot in high achievers and in myself all the time too, this is going through our brains in some form. A lot of this is probably subconscious and you aren't even aware of it. I didn't recognize the perfectionist tendencies in myself for years. Even when I would hear people talk about perfectionism and explain it and kind of draw it out with that, nah, that's not me. I just have high standards. I'm just that good. Then I realized, oh, but I'm always falling short of these high standards and beating myself up and feeling like crap because I have all this going on in my brain. That's when it hit me. Oh, that's what perfectionism is actually doing to us. It's just Confusing us, basically, and making us not take actions because we're afraid of what if we're not perfect. Of course, we're not perfect. That's okay. So what really happens when you're doing all this is that you exhaust yourself and you really end up doing less, performing less. You don't do as well. And you kind of end up doing the exact opposite of what you really thought you should do, what you had hoped would happen. And finally, a lot of us worry about doing enough. And we want to be seen as doing enough because if we have time to relax or rest or feel calm, we think we must be missing something or doing something wrong. And we will be judged because we aren't valuable when we aren't busy, right? Like how often have you felt guilty if you had plenty of time to get something done? If you were able to sit and relax or take an afternoon off, or even like when you take an actual vacation, do you feel guilty sometimes about leaving and not responding to calls while you're out of the office? Did you maybe try to create more work for yourself if you felt like you didn't have enough because you wanted to feel that hit of dopamine for being valuable and contributing? This happens a lot, especially in the finance and accounting world. And I like to use examples sometimes from other things like fitness and food, because we all like to eat and we all have a love-hate relationship, I think, with some level of exercise. And it's easier for us to sometimes recognize and relate to these other examples. Have you ever decided to start a new fitness routine and get in shape or get back in shape, right? You probably find some classes, a program, or videos to help you create a plan. And you have this vision for the right way to get in shape and how you should show up each day if you're doing it right. Like, I have to go for a run every day. I have to go to the gym every day. I have to do this or I'm doing it wrong and it doesn't count. And maybe you do well for a few days or even a few weeks, but then you get busy or you get sick or you just miss a couple of days for whatever reason. Or maybe you're even just tired and stressed and don't want to go to the gym or whatever the thing is. So when you get to that point where you're not following your plan perfectly, you start beating yourself up because you missed a day, you feel behind, you didn't work as hard as you should, all those things, right? Or maybe you see other people working out and you start to wonder if you're doing enough. Are you doing it right? Why do they look like they're doing harder things? Something like that. So then you start questioning your plan, your choice of exercises or whatever you're wondering about. And you're like, am I working hard enough? Am I working out long enough? Or maybe you have an easy day and you're like, oh, that must mean I'm lazy because I'm not doing enough. It shouldn't be easy to work out. And when you start questioning your plan and your approach and all the things that you're doing, guess what happens? You kind of stop doing things and you don't do it all the way. Like maybe you walk just a little, then you lift a small weight and you're like, oh, but maybe I should go over here and do the elliptical. But you don't really like do a full workout on any particular thing because you're trying to decide between all the different things that are available to you. And all of those questions ahead of time or in the moment mean that you probably don't actually get much exercise done. And then what do you do? You beat yourself up for not using the time at the gym better. And then you probably fall into, well, why do I bother? It's easier to do this other thing. And then you kind of fall off the wagon and you abandon the plan. In reality, unless you're a super elite athlete training for a specific event, it really doesn't matter much what you do or when you do it, as long as you're out there doing something on the regular. And I kind of think it's similar in business. Most tasks can't actually be done in a perfect linear order. You need to start and stop because you need feedback from someone, like information from a client a review by your supervisor, or you need to research a topic and wait for a response from someone. When you spend a bunch of time questioning yourself and making decisions in the moment and feeling uncertain about what to do and when, you tend to accomplish very little. And then there's that cycle again. So there's the natural cycle of the start and stop of, you know, the world because we interact with other people and need things from them. Combined with the cycle of our brain starting and stopping and questioning us, and that's just very detrimental to everything, there is always something that you can do. It doesn't always matter exactly which thing you do, and the results of the work are way more important than how long it took you. As in, like, are you doing enough work to get there, right? Unless you're spending way more time than you should on a task. But that's a topic for another day, figuring out, like, are you efficient? Are you Like, are there things that you don't know how to do? That's a totally different topic. I'm talking about the brain games that a very high-functioning, high-achieving expert tends to do to themselves. Because if you're here, I'm pretty sure you're pretty smart and you're really good at what you do. And your only problem is that you're questioning yourself for no good reason. So even if you can factually argue that you are behind on something, I bet you also know exactly what you need to do to catch up. Or you know that it doesn't actually matter that you're behind on this thing because being behind or not enough is really just a story. And it's an arbitrary thing that you create in your mind. But we like to fixate on things, right? Like sometimes we just need a problem to focus on because there isn't actually anything wrong. It's good to see that and let go of that and question why do we even want the story about why we're not doing enough. So I want you to drop the story about what is wrong with you and why you aren't doing enough. Or worse, why you aren't good enough. Because I know that's where our brains all go eventually. Almost everything leads to. I'm not good enough. It's like our deep-seated fear. So be clear with yourself about what you want to accomplish, when you want to do it, when you want it done by, and why. Identify what might keep you from achieving those things, and then make a plan to overcome them. Then follow your plan. Practicing this over and over will help you create confidence in yourself as the person who gets things done, always does plenty, and is never behind. You're never really behind. You're just where you are and you know that a plan is a way to guide your brain and your actions toward the future you want. Maybe you had made a plan and you didn't get to where you thought you should be on the plan and then you just reassess. It doesn't mean something's wrong with you. Ultimately, you get to decide how much work is enough. You could work 24 hours a day, literally every day, and someone will have an opinion that it's not enough. But your brain and your body would give out through that and then you wouldn't be able to work at all. It's not sustainable or useful to anyone to keep working more and more and more and killing yourself. So decide how much you want to get done, define it clearly, make a plan, follow through. Thanks for tuning in for today's conversation about doing enough. It really is mostly just an illusion. And remember, if you're wondering if you're doing enough, the answer is probably yes. If you weren't doing enough, would you even think to ask that question? Talk to you next week. Thanks for tuning in and remember to come back for more each week to keep your brain operating at its highest level so you can enjoy your accounting and finance career while also having a life you love. Want even more tips on living a life you love while feeling less stressed and more fulfilled in your accounting and finance work? Get on my email list where I share new perspectives every week. Seriously, I think you'll enjoy these emails. Sign up at the link in the show notes or by visiting my website at saranamachek.com.